energy. Wow, we are back for week two. Week two, season three. Can you believe it? That's when most television shows, it's like, this is either going to just keep going up or this is where it then starts. I'm just going to put it out there that my favorite show only made it to, see, like, to season two and then got canceled. So, I mean... Well, and then there's flops. This is this is officially, if this is your favorite podcast, well, guess what? We've made it past the two-season cancellation mark. That's we are right. here to stay, mama. That's right. And we know it's Bill Tamlin's favorite after the White Noise podcast. A- after, like, I think there might have been more than one White Noise podcast. Weren't we, like, fourth on his? And it was... You know, you're probably right. There was some other random one that got number one. But you're probably we're, right. We're here for those yeah. ones. Yeah. Simon, how have you been? I've been pretty good. I've been pretty good. Just um, you know, you know, getting back uh, back into music as if I never, you know, I never left. But I've really been just uh, enjoying myself a lot with the music. You know, laying back in my bed, over the ears on. Yep. Yep. Just vibing. Eyes closed. Eyes open. Usually closed. Yeah. Usually closed. Okay. Yeah. And then um, I fall asleep. And then, you know. I get so scared <laughs> when I, like, wearing headphones to yeah. bed. Okay. Most, like, especially like, over the ear, I'm just like, yeah. I'm a tosser, I'm a turner. Like, <laughs> I feel like I probably sleep, like, just a solid stick. But when I wake up, it looks like it's, like, World War Three on my bed. Yeah. And so, yeah. Well, but you're not, a light sleeper, though, right? No, I'm a very heavy sleeper. Oh, but what I will say okay. though is, ever since getting my Casper mattress, not a sponsor, but not a maybe sponsor, someday. maybe someday, <laughs> I have been sleeping so great. I have to say, it, it pains me to say because they haven't provided me a mattress or you. You paid for this. Um, it is really comfortable. <laughs> it is very comfortable, and like. Everyone that's come come over, we've we've gone onto the, the 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 bed, and it's a king. Yeah, yeah. And we're all like, I feel like we're swimming. <laughs> I think I had like six people on there on last Friday. Hot. And we're not Hot. for. <laughs> okay. Could have turned into that, okay. but um, <laughs> we were all like, we all had plenty of room, and we we're all comfortable. It's like, oh damn, this is gigantic. That's a great line for Casper. Great line for Casper. Yeah. I'm not kidding you though, Simon. I've had I had the same bed since high school. Oh, so it was time. It was time, and I have to tell you, our guest may have some sort of mattress situation going on. And part of me was like, just give him your old one, so you have to buy a Casper. That I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean, that is very true. And I've literally had my mattress for about four months. Love it too, but oh, that Casper. What I what I'll also just say though too is. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. And just like that, he forgot. It's okay. It's okay. Um, oh, 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 oh. Okay. Not not just me. I mean, in music news, the Coachella lineup, lineup came out. Oh, did it ever. What are your thoughts on Coachella? What are your thoughts on the lineup? Like, I would what- be real honest with you right now. It's been a busy week at work. I didn't even look at the lineup. You didn't even look at I it? I didn't even fucking look. Simon, I think... <sighs> I know it's sold out and everything else like that, but yeah. I feel like... I need to go. You have Harry Styles, oh, Billy Eilish, Purple Disco Machine, oh, no. Carly Rae Jepsen, no. Japanese Breakfast, <gasps> Rina Sawayama. Oh, God. I have to go. It is, like... When is this happening? <laughs> early April. But, like, I'm not kidding. 
I'm not kidding you. That's love. LA is love. Where is Coachella again? Palm Springs. Palm Springs is Coachella Valley. Technically, is in Coachella. Coachella Valley is wonderful that time of year, right here. So I've been to Coachella once, and the one time I did go, it was like 95 to 100 degrees. Oh, just kidding. Like every fucking night. And it was like windstorm with all of this dust. And like I was camping and every day I would wake up and like my nose, I'd like pick my nose out and it'd be tons of dirt. And I like, you know how you sometimes have like an eyebrow, some like eye crust? It was like entire eye was like. Well, I was just going to put out, you know, the APB that I'm looking for a Coachella ticket. But do you have to camp? Because that's going to. You do not have to camp. I am doing a shuttle this year. I am. I'm I'm not dealing with it. Not interested. Been there, done that. Yeah. I camped in Montana for a week. I don't need to camp anymore. Never, never again. It's a one and done. Um, But you know who's not going to be at Coachella? Who's that? The artists that we're viewing this week. Oh, well, that's a bummer. <laughs> but before we go into the artists, I just want to like say that they, when we are um, thinking about our guests mm. and we're thinking about oh, who yes. we want to have, it's a it's a really, really difficult process. Lots of minutia. Lots of lots to think about. Like, yeah. there are some guests where you're like, oh, I there's this artist I know for a fact. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That like they're like obsessed with that artist. Absolutely. And then there's also like some guests where I'm like, I just think you're gonna be so fun to talk to. Yeah, we're just gonna have a good time. <laughs> and what I have to say about the guest that I'm about to introduce is that um, he was definitely someone that I have wanted to have on the podcast for the longest time. Yes. And mm-hmm. I pretty much like as I was planning out season three, which we've already pretty much have it planned out through end of March, I That's think right. at least. That's right. We schedule. We schedule things. There are some weeks that have question marks, but like it's scheduled. Yeah. Question marks. Yeah. Um, I was like, we have to get you on. What's an artist coming up? Mm. And we went through the list and we found one. I'm super excited to to bring uh, to welcome. Um, George Crawl. Hello. Yes. I'm excited to be here. Oh my gosh. I found out the guest and I just smiled. I said, that's going to be a good time. I just, I, George, I have known you for, um, what has it been? Like five years at least, I want to say. Definitely, yeah. And you are just like a constant beam of good energy. Yes, and. Yes, and. And I feel like you just, you like bring constant joy and uh i knew i wanted to make sure that you were on the podcast so i'm so thankful that you're you're here this week well thank you for inviting me i was really excited about this and especially when you told me the artist that just made me even more excited yeah you guys are good vibes all around so vibes only it's good i feel like it's gonna be a good episode um so this week we are reviewing um years and years Mm -hmm. latest album night call that's right Mm -hmm. um so, who has some experience with the artist? Does anyone want to start? Um, minimal, I'd say. Because um, does he uh, uh, also release, like, solo work? Well, okay, so that's a great thing to bring up, actually. So, yeah. so Years and Years has typically been a trio. Okay. It has always been a trio mm-hmm. um, for the first album and the second album. Uh-huh. But uh, for this album... Ollie Murs, who or not Ollie Murs, Ollie Alexander, who yeah. leads um, years and years, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
he was he one of the interviews and he was saying that the other two bandmates have kind of um, gotten past the the stardom and kind of passed mm-hmm. the band. Oh. And so although he could be releasing music under just his name, Ali Alexander, yeah. he's decided to keep the years and years name alive. But this is truly a solo project. Yeah, this is his first solo project. Okay. And for me, I kind of hadn't really heard much of Years and Years until last year when Lady Gaga released her Born This Way reimagined 10th anniversary and Years and Years did Edge of Glory. And I heard that and I was like, oh, this is great Mm -hmm. what Years and Years did with it. I just loved it. And then I looked more into their past music and I remember I was like, oh, I've heard their bigger songs like King or All For You. I was a king. Under your control. Oh, yeah. that's on the New Year's edition. Okay, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk uh, yeah, about that. We got a lot to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Mama, the confusion around these deluxe, the New Year's versions, the it's the whole thing. It's the hocus it, pocus version. I can't. I can't keep up. There's a lot of versions. There's a lot of versions. I can't keep up. But also, years and years was in the show It's a Sin. Yeah. Which was a really good show. Have you seen it, Simon? I have not. Too tragic for me, I heard. I I haven't seen it either. I haven't. I'm just nervous because I feel like it's it's a show that's made to, like, it's made to make you cry. Yes, I mean, I bawled. It's a heavy show. It came out during, like, pandemic time, right? Yeah. It was, it came out at a time where I was like, not doing that. Can't have another negative thing in my life right now. Now these days I could go back. And I probably should go back. And lunch. I did not take a sip of the guest wine, by the way. Ugh. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> the the record has has is now reflecting. Good, thank you. Um, I would say for me, years and years has been an artist that I've been following since the early days. Mm-hmm, yeah, I remember I, I discovered years and years because of King, and because the local news station Care Eleven was doing like. What's the song of the summer segment? And they had brought and, King. And King was one of the songs that they had were like had in the running of like, ooh, this is an up and coming artist. And I was like, wow. damn, this does sound really good. Mm-hmm. And so I listened to it, and then I listened to their first album, and I was obs- like obsessed with it. Huh. Ended up going to their concert at Varsity Theater with um, friend of the pod, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Lauren, shout out if you're listening. Shout out. Um and. Bought, bought like a, a merch t-shirt and they were like oh well with every merch you get to do a meet and greet so I've actually met what? Ollie Alexander <gasps> yeah. oh my god and have a picture <sighs> with him and that's Lauren cool. and the rest of the band it's good to get in on the ground floor early because that's when those kinds of deals are happening and that's and that's when I can go back when he's like at the Grammys I can be like well I've met him that's right um then I obviously saw him again, or the band again, um, for their second album. Mm-hmm. I've been loving Years and Years mm-hmm. for the longest time. I think it's, <clears throat> I think, it is, I, this is probably going to like shade on your one of your favorite artists, Simon, but oh I feel like God. Years and Years oh my God. paved the way for Troy Sivan to exist. And like, mm. and Years and Years is their original queer, like, male music interesting about like the queer experience did it before um troy ever did so we're gonna gonna get producer pj on the fact check there (laughs) well if you look at the timeline like (laughs) troy truly didn't put out any music until like 
I think you're seeing your second album. So it's well, I remember I heard of them until this year, though, yeah. Mama. That's 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 a you thing. <laughs> if you're in the UK, Mama, that's like saying Kylie Minogue is not that big. In the UK, years and years is gigantic. Well, okay. I remember that Years and Years released their second album in 2018, and Troy Zavon released the Bloom album uh, in 2018. Yeah. So for me, I was very focused on like Troy Zavon at the time because yeah. that was kind of his big. Yeah. His big album was really big. My 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 my, my was really good, and so I think I was definitely sleeping on Years and Years a little mm. bit. That's that's what the kids say. Yeah. Sleeping, sleeping, S- sleeping. <laughs> Sleeping a little bit here, a little bit there. Um, one of the things that we, we so uh, we had a technical difficulty pre-pod where- Never happens. Opened up the, the laptop and it was like, hey, so you still have 10 minutes left on a software update that I didn't know I had to install. And yeah. so we had to kind of gab a little bit. Just a little bit. And one of the things that I brought up, I gave, I threw a little bit of shade towards Simon uh, about his, um, how I feel like I listened to I listened to the albums that we review mm-hmm. a lot going into the review week, and I feel like Simon every every time I've asked him at least it has been like two days before, three days before I've been like so like mm-hmm. the album, and he's like, oh, I haven't listened yet. <laughs> For the record, this is a blatant lie, not fact. That's fake news. I think that my story is true, but you're saying that I don't ask yeah. that question as often as I'm. That is true. Aaron has asked me probably twice, you know, (laughs) (laughs) the day before, a couple days before recording, said, what are you thinking of the album so far? And I say, ooh, gotta throw in the cans. (laughs) Get going. Gotta gotta get started with this one. Yeah. Um, But it brought up a a good discussion I wanted to kind of dive in a little bit to, which was um, how many times, like... When can you decide if you like an album? Yeah, how long like, does it take? How many listens? How many listens? And then, George, you were mentioning that a lot of albums have a shelf life of like six listens and then you're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, it just depends on the album and how much I like it. And I mean, if I, if I hear an album and immediately I'm like, oh, this is it. I'm so into this. I could replay it constantly until, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, like I had, I was so into Starcrossed, Casey Musgraves. I had that in my car for like four months. Yeah. I was yeah. so into that. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on the artist and the songs. Because sometimes you, an artist will release singles and then you listen to the album and then the singles are the only good ones. Yeah. Um, can I just yeah. tangent on the tangent? Tangent on the tangent. George, one of the other things that I love about you, <laughs> and I think it's just like you are like one of a kind, not one of a kind, but like one of very few these days, is you still buy like CD yes. CDs. Yes, I love to buy CDs. And not just that, like, that is like your preferred mode of listening to music in the car. Oh, yeah. Well, I can't even plug my phone in my car. So yeah. it's the radio or CDs anyway. That, make, that makes sense. But I love to buy CDs, but I only buy CDs if it's an artist I'm really into and if it's an album I'm really excited about or really love. But I know so that it you has to make the cut. You also have Spotify, right? Yes. Right, and and so do you usually buy the album before you have even listened to it, or is it like give it a couple listens and then decide? It, well, like with 
artists that I just already love, like Casey Musgraves or Britney or whoever, I'll just, I'm just going to buy it. Yeah. But if I do hear the album on Spotify and I'm like, oh, I love this, I really want to have this in my car, mm-hmm. then I'll go and buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just bought Kylie's disco album. Oh. And I've been listening to that on Spotify for the past year, but then I found it. And I was like, okay, it's going in my car. One of our favorites. It is it's such a good album. Yes. Mm-hmm. I bought the Infinite Disco DVD, mm-hmm. watched it a couple times. <laughs> it's so good. Oh. Oh, we love, we love. Yeah. But that, that just is like, I feel like in terms of ideal bopper flop guest, one, you're pretty, pretty much forced to listen to albums from beginning to end. <laughs> Because that's how you listen to music mm-hmm. in the car and, and yeah. through the and through that yeah. channel. But then additionally with that, you have that parameter of what like what a bop of an album would be because mm-hmm. you're only gonna buy a bop of an album for CDs. Like, am yeah. I gonna buy this on a CD? Like Simon for a longest yeah. time was like, Am I gonna buy it on vinyl? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a, a, another kind of way of you signifying whether or not you're like, Well, was that a bop? Do, am I gonna buy it on like the yeah. CD? Do I want to keep listening to the whole thing yes. over and over again? Are we coming back to this? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that just is like refreshing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, also, is did my dog just throw up, or is she just like sniffing at something? <laughs> um, she uh, live update Prairie is like really getting into my slippers right now. Get her uh, off of your slippers. Uh, I didn't even notice. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <sighs> Put them on the counter. I don't know. Oh. This is a live update, y'all. This is a live production. <laughs> we do not edit things out. Oh, yeah. Those are a little wet. <laughs> oh, my God. Girl, she is becoming a little... She didn't, The cold weather, she is becoming yeah. a little bit of a brat. Our first episode of the season, we had her over at Jamie's because I knew she was probably going to be a brat. Yeah. yeah. This week, not as much. <laughs> not as much. We're on our own. Um, oh, my gosh. Okay. Years and years. Night call. Night call. Um, Simon, you do you want to mention? Do you have any experience with years and years? Yeah, um, very little. I feel like he's had a big year, and really, he's hitting the yes, press tour yes, very absolutely. Heavily. Yeah. So when I heard that years and years was a group, I got a little confused because I was only seeing Ollie, and then it was like, oh, this is starting to make sense. I feel like this is a path. That he feels very comfortable going a solo route, if you know what I mean. Yes. I think, yeah. I think, I mean, last year was really a big year for years and years because, Mm. I mean, he was in the show, It's a Sin. Yeah. Um, He had to go solo, Mm -hmm. and then he released Starstruck last spring Mm -hmm. and the remix with Kylie. Yep. And then uh, he also got to perform with Elton John. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So two yeah. icons, and I just feel like he was releasing just really fun music, mm-hmm. right? Um, yes. And he, I think he, I just feel like when I look back on it, I'm like he was living his pop star like truly, like, truly. Like, and I think that the, <clears throat> this is a prime example too of Simon. I don't think that we can grasp here in the U.S. just how big. I think years and years is in the UK. Yeah. Because I think when you're teaming up with like UK icons like Elton John and Kylie mm-hmm. and like literally getting to that level of stardom where you're just kind of being able to to do those things casually, Ollie and Kylie released like more than one song together. Second mm-hmm. of Midnight. Second mm-hmm. of Midnight. Love. Oh my God. It's 
that when I heard first heard that song, I was like, yes, this is it. Like truly was just, like this is life giving. So good. I think that song is gonna be like in my top songs for the rest of my life. Oh yeah. That song is so good. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. also Kylie's influence. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Kylie. Wow. We love Kylie. Which I, I just have to like <laughs> also just give the shout out to I think I also I think the music video is so it's fucking so iconic. Good. It's, it's so good. good. It's so cute when they're switching places. I didn't, it, it took yeah, me like three watches so to cute. be like, wait, wait, What's wait a second. <laughs> and then I finally got it and I was like, this is, I, I love fun, like quirky videos like yes. that. Yeah. So good. Um, yeah. After yeah. when I was going into work yesterday, I literally on the disco CD in my car, yeah, I absolutely. put it on. So when I left work and turned my car on, it would start at a second to midnight. So I could just oh, be like, hey, 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 you yeah. have the deluxe oh, edition. Yes. Now I have the guest uh, edition. Oh, the guest, the guest edition. Yes. 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 So as soon as I started my car, I was like, ah, oh, yes. All That's right. the place to start. Yeah. But what I will say with the guest list edition is I think you, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's like three different remixes of the, the <laughs> Dua Kylie song, like in a there's row. There's two, yeah. There's a yeah. couple of remixes that go for a while, but yeah. I, I, I whatever. just listen to the whole thing. Yeah, I don't care. Um, okay, boys. Let's talk about Let's this. talk about the album. Okay. <laughs> so you've become a mer person. You write this album. Does it cause a splash, if you will? I workshopped that one beforehand, by the way. Simon, um, <laughs> I think I would just keep moving. Um, what, do you want to start? That's what fair. were your thoughts? <laughs> That's fair. Um, so I listened to this album more than a few times, by the way, I will say. Um, really didn't find much in it in my first couple listens, I'll be honest. And I listened to them with Over the Heads. I was like, okay, I'm not sure I'm going to like this album. I'm not sure. I was real skeptical. And slowly, as I listened more and more, it really grew on me. I okay. found things to really appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um... I found that the first half plus a couple extra songs flowed very, very, very well. Um, Really consistent in the, especially the front half, very consistent, just a very good general vibe the whole time. And it it made me want to keep listening. Um, I would say where I'm at right now with it, I'm not buying it on vinyl just yet. I'll say that. No. But... I'm gonna keep listening. He's gonna, gonna keep, keep listening. I'm gonna keep listening. Okay. I'm gonna yeah. give it a chance. And I will say, I went into this being like, I don't know about this Ollie guy either. Well, that, <laughs> I remember. Like, I, remember I don't really get it. it. You were I don't like, really get I it. don't like his voice. I don't. I think he's like Troy Sivan so much better. Blah blah blah. Like, I think I remember you like, yeah. And I was just like, girl, you gotta like know who yeah. paved the way. I will say mm-hmm. like. There's really only room for like one Twinkie pop star in my heart, and that's Troy right now. But I I did come into this being like, I don't know about the Ollie thing. I don't get the look. I don't get like he looks like kind of like a troll doll with the hair and everything. Okay. Oh, he's so- I, do you remember like the the drag queens out of Dragon Draker Dragers UK? They look like fucking like <laughs> nightmares. Like. <laughs> 
fashion is just a little bit different over in the UK. It is a little wacky. Um, <laughs> well, I love Ali Alexander's fashion sense. I do I too. Think I, it's yeah. Yeah. Like, I think it's I amazing. Think like, it, mm-hmm. I want to wear everything he has. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like for me, I was like, I don't know if I'm buying into this fantasy. Just oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But he's grown on me. Um, I would be there's like part of me that kind of wants him to speed up his evolution a little bit because I feel like well, from a production standpoint we've heard this before a little bit but and it's kind of just being repackaged to us in like mm-hmm. a gay way you know mm-hmm. what I mean um I will say overall my expectations were met and then some and that was saying a lot because I was coming into this album kind of being like I don't know about what I will, what I want to just rebuttal that with is, okay. I think especially if you look at, I, I think it was King. I, it's one of the music videos from the first album. Like, mm-hmm. he's making out with everyone. Like, sure. truly I making out that. with everyone. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's yeah. he's always That's been great. very queer in his music videos. So yeah. I don't think he's like needing to evolve into that. But what I, I would agree with you that I I think this album it isn't it isn't anything um new or innovative from a sound perspective yeah mm-hmm. um i think i've heard a lot of the same kind of sounds before mm-hmm. um but i would say that i feel like this album in particular what i appreciated about it was it was not about the queer experience it was about ollie's queer experience it was very it was both queer experience but also personal yeah mm-hmm. and i feel like it touched on um there was a level of being able to relate to it more because he's queer i'm queer like being able to have that perspective and so mm-hmm. i actually really there are a lot of songs in the album that i was like i think it's 20 minutes is about like i just like i don't need anyone long term i don't want anyone i just want some for the night because i just want like something in this very moment yeah, yeah. The, the thought that a relationship doesn't need like uh it doesn't need to be long term it can be a finite set of time and still be very mm-hmm. meaningful yes like I, that. I felt like there was a lot that within ollie singing about his queer experience i connected with him on a lot of these songs just could relate mm-hmm. and so that's something that i really loved about the album yeah. again kind of what you Albo said it didn't really do anything new. I don't think it did that either. Like it wasn't anything I hadn't necessarily heard before. Mm-hmm. But I think it's there's always a part of it that's so refreshing for me just to hear these queer artists sing about their queer experience because we haven't had a whole ton of that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. I feel like it's now becoming more mainstream. Like we have Troy, we have Ollie, we have Lil Nas X. Mm, it's yeah. becoming more widely available, I think. Yes, like, for sure. Yeah. It, it I wouldn't say that like the straights are going out of their way to listen to years and years mm-hmm. and be like, oh yeah, I relate. But I think that it's becoming more available and it's also kind of for other people it's becoming like, oh yeah, let me be a little bit more empathetic. I'd love to listen to like what it's like to be a queer black person, little Nas X, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. you, you get into like a little bit more of, oh, so that's kind of what they're, what they're going through. And I can actually find things that I connect with yeah. within that. Yeah. Um, I will like, so like one song I did want to talk about. And so first, I guess first and foremost too, is there are, um, 
You mentioned Simon. Oh God, yeah. That there are two. There are many different versions. There of are a lot of versions. So there's the standard version, which isn't even on like Apple Music. You can't just listen to the no, standard version. Not allowed. You have to listen to the deluxe version. Yeah. So I had to just like kind of try and remember in my head of like where did it say <laughs> the final every song time. was every time. Uh, so, um, so the standard edition is 11 tracks, and it's about uh, 33, 34 minutes long. Right. Mm-hmm. And so then you get into the deluxe, and it's a proper, like, 47, 44 minutes or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Adds a couple more songs, but then they're also... The other thing that they added, too, was the New Year's version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I, can I explain what New Year's version is? Please. Mm-hmm. Please. Okay, so what's the band's name? Years and Years. And what just happened between the second album and the third album? Wow. Years and years? He went solo. He went solo. New Year's. Oh. So just like Taylor wow. Swift record, re-recorded all of her music, so like the royalties oh. for top songs <laughs> wouldn't go to the... Oh. God. I think he like... Did he? he no, he did re-record all of his like top hits. Oh, he did for this album. As a solo for the, the New oh. Year's edition. And I'm, I'm just like, in, in the interviews, he was saying that, like, there was no bad blood. Like, it was just that they were, like, having kids and, like, having partners and stuff. And they all just went their separate ways. <laughs> Sorry. And I'm like, I, and this is kind of like, oh, but you're also trying to cut their royalties checks. Huh? Holly, kids are expensive. Kids are expensive. Wow. Like, that's, that's I didn't even think dick about move. that or like, notice it. Give them a couple of bucks. Who cares? Like, you're, gonna, you're, you're making money doing TV and, like, yeah. probably movies. I hope soon, that you know? wasn't the case. I know, but, like, <laughs> the fact it's called the New Year's edition and it's all the hits and it's oh. it, it even, like, in the description is, like, recorded as like a solo artist or whatever else I'm like okay well yeah. maybe they'll get songwriting credits at least like maybe they'll still get some money who I knows so. something's gotta I mean they still got the albums they still mm. and, and the thing is I feel like people are gonna go back and listen to the OG albums yeah. they're not yeah. gonna listen to these couple singles yeah um one thing I did kind of like I did kind of want to talk about it, and then I was like, I don't know if I want to talk about it, but I still feel like I want to talk about it just okay, a little bit, right. is um, it's on the deluxe edition. It's called Muscles. Yes. Have y'all listened? Yes. Yes, but can't think of it off the top of my head. So pretty much the song's premise is it's Ollie Murs going to the, the gay bar and, like, lusting over, like, muscle gays. Are we talking like Troy Savon Stud here? And we're and, and he kind of gives off the impression that like it's uh it's he's lucky to have a muscle gay, like and like once he once he gets one, he's like, I want you to stay with me the whole night. Oh. And I think that my like the first time I listened to it, I was a little bit jarred and taken aback because I was like I don't feel like I think we need to get past the point of like fetishizing body types and I think people should just be able to be happy with like who they are or I think we need to be probably maybe less vocal about fetishizing them because Mm -hmm. I think there's something to be like there's also the flip side of the coin where a lot of people are like I can never have that body I can never like you know I've been trying blah 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 or like because I think there, there probably is like that level of just I think for I think that people should find ways to love themselves as they are and like there's no reason to like if you want to work out and you want to do whatever else do it but like Mm -hmm. do it 
for you and not even for like the mirror necessarily but just because you want to feel good and you want to like feel and live longer yeah do you think that was the message of that one the I mean, I didn't think that deep about it but I can see your point of view I just was like okay he's going to this gay bar he sees this like guy who has this body that he thinks is really attractive yeah. and like could be like a dancer there or something uh-huh. and I just took it as like he just wants to like have sex with this person and that's like mm. that's that's the moment that I had when I was like, I don't think I need to talk about this. Was at the moment of being no. like, I don't know. but I think I think just for me, it, the first time I listened, I was just like, I don't love this part about the gay community because I feel like we mm. probably have a lot of body dysmorphia within the oh, gay community. Okay, yeah, we and, and we have a lot of um, like men on men are both like very like hypersexual and uh, yeah. also like i think men are kind of pigs when it comes to like <laughs> yeah we view other people as objects a little bit yeah. and the fa- like yeah. the fact that it was very that yeah that part that 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 part of the theme bothered me but i think in terms of like finding a guy at the bar and thinking he's attractive and wanting to go home with them that's like fair game great fair game. Yeah. yeah and there are songs on the, the main album that are literally the same yeah so yeah. I, I just wanted to mention it because it, it, it you know i think the the whole like oh my god body dysmorphia in the gay community is like wacko it's truly like 99.9 percent of yeah. the gay population yeah. i can count on like one hand the number of gay men i know who have said like yeah i'm really into my body like yeah it's bad and i I hang out with some really muscly people. Right, yeah. And even they're like... I do, yeah. And even they're like... I think it's like you have this carrot in front of you, and even if you reach what you think that carrot was, it's it just there's keeps, a new carrot. There's a new carrot, and no one's happy. And that's like that is that's the thing that like kills me is uh-huh. is like oh I'm just trying to get to this, or I'm just trying to do this, or I'm just trying to get to whatever, and I just I I yeah. wish that we could just be like. Like, I'll, pretty much all of my friends look fucking great and are so yes. attractive, and I like love yeah. them so much mm-hmm. that like, if they got to see like, if you saw what I saw in you, you you would you'd be it'd be oh like you know what I mean like. Yeah. I think a lot of it's just a mental thing too. Like, I feel like a lot of gay men are like, well, if I look like this, then I'll achieve this, or like this will happen, or I'll be accepted, or like something or, will happen yeah. when it just. It's okay to be whatever you are. Yeah. You know? Live like, in your presence. And I found, I don't know, like, I found that my, probably my biggest asset, and this... Is your ass? Is my <laughs> ass No, it's, it's truly my confidence. Oh, yeah. yeah. And whether or not I actually have that confidence, which a lot of times I don't, like, yeah. the fact of the matter yeah. is, is people think I'm confident yeah. and they, they feel that energy and... Mm. I think that's what like makes people attracted to me. Yeah. Like I think if we if we can get past the point of like what we need to be doing um to change ourselves to like if I do this I'll be happy mm-hmm. and we are able to find happiness within ourselves and be able to emit that confidence. Yeah. It's probably going to be a bigger game changer than whatever that goal was. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's all about living your truth. <sighs> say that again um it's all about living the truth um, thank you <laughs> um a couple years back friend of the pod justin reese shout out i remember we were having a conversation about this you know like 
feel like I'm kind of plateauing. I'm like not super thrilled about that. And like, I like work very hard. I am right. probably like put too much of my brain energy into like what I'm eating and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I, he said something, I'll never forget it. It'll stick with me forever. He said, I think our bodies are like exactly where they need to be in that moment. So mm-hmm. you just don't need to worry about it that much. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I've never had it like framed that way before. I'll always remember that. And it's really helped me a lot yeah. over the last couple of years. For me, I definitely have come to a point where, oh, if I'm like worried about if I've been eating this or if I haven't been working out enough or like mm-hmm. this or this and this, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, do you really want to give this much power to that? over you like you're giving this power this control of this situation over yourself and do you really want to do that and then i have to ask myself those questions like what are you what do you want to give control over you because you have to be careful Mm -hmm. like truly the more the more weight you put on yourself the more kind of goals you give yourself the more you're gonna like that's setting yourself up to be able to like Mm -hmm. beat yourself up and Mm -hmm. to to not achieve and feel bad about it or feel less than feel like you're not good enough and when you can remove those kind of things and you're doing everything without that goal in mind without that kind of um aspiration able to live in yourself you're able to have a lot of that weight removed Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't know and this is a weird that's a good little. It's a good topic to bring up. But I just why I wanted to bring up that song because it, yeah. it, 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 it. I'm gonna have to re-listen to it. And I want to say like we can just all be really hard on ourselves. Oh my god! And like there'll be times where I have to remind myself like, okay, you got to be nicer to yourself. Like, come on. Yeah. Like you know what I think about all the time is yeah. like in the grand scheme of the things in the universe, our time on Earth is five seconds. Yes, and we're literally the size of a piece of sand. Yeah. So Truly yes. not that important. No, not a big deal. Not yes. that. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. So live your truth, live yeah. your life, do you. Yeah. And if you're scrolling on Instagram and you're seeing those people who are trying to shill you supplements and you're like, Hell no. Like I wanna like no. I wanna like or or if you're looking at their bodies, because everything is sold through the body. It truly is. It goes beyond supplements. Everything's also edited on Instagram. A, it's edited, and B. Well, George, your Instagram in particular is very edited. <laughs> it's, it's, very aesthetic. <laughs> it's like a vibe. Like no, it's I like love vibe. your Instagram. I told you this. Like, I think, like, I don't know how you don't have like way more followers because your Instagram is just like true art. It's I, I try to be nice. very creative with it. It's really like, underappreciated. Yeah. I feel. But anyways, <laughs> back to my like Oprah moment here. I was yeah. just gonna say like. I don't think enough people know. Like, some people, I'll say this and be like, well, yeah, duh. But I feel like a lot of people in the community don't know. Like, yeah, those people with the super nice bodies on Instagram, like, yes, they work hard. There's a diet. There's a lot of regimen and working out. Um, There's also steroids. And that, mama, that's everything. Like, those traps, those shoulders that look like bowling balls, that didn't happen because of their lifting routine. No, uh uh-uh. And like no shade if you're if you want if you want to do steroids it makes you happy I don't give a fuck but I think if you are on Instagram selling product with your body and you are not naturally doing so to reach your body goals that should absolutely be a disclaimer. I feel like in terms of social media, uh, Instagram, whatever, we've gotten away from the fact like natural can be just as beautiful. Like you don't need to be, you know, taking all these like supplements or steroids or whatever. Like Mm -hmm. it doesn't, Mm -hmm. 
yeah it, it's, so, I mean I just have to yeah. I want to go off of your point of like the steroids thing because mm-hmm. I think when I learned that when I learned that like it's it's such a light bulb moment of like oh it took to me it took so much power away of yes. both intimidation feeling like I'm not good enough feeling like I'm not tr- like working out hard enough it kind of just went like you're on your path yeah yeah that's not kind of what my path mm-hmm. is and mm-hmm. I like I need to find ways to be happy with who I am yeah. and yes, like the, exactly. the skin I'm in yes and the same thing holds true like I'm I have done the watching my macros watching mm-hmm. like this is what I'm going to put in my body this yeah, is what I'm going to do here mm-hmm. and then I kind of I took the step back and I was like why do I care and I think yeah. at the end of the day for me uh it came it, it has always kind of come down to I have a uh, I, I have a sweet tooth. I love oh, no, candy. I love cake. I love cookies. Donut, I love all of them. Give me an old-fashioned donut. Shout out, by the way, to Aaron, who brought me a cardigan donut old-fashioned last week. Truly made my week. So good. So good. So good. Uh, but, like, I really, I feel like I work out because it's my, like, it's my way of telling my telling myself, I can eat whatever the fuck I want. I don't have to worry yeah. about mm-hmm. this. I like that. Yeah. And like once a month, I will check my like percent body fat, not my weight, my mm. percent body okay. fat. And I will just oh. go like, is it going up? Is it going down? And as long as it's like not gone up dramatically or gone mm-hmm. down dramatically, and it never has, that's the thing. Yeah. I'm just like, continue living your life the way you want mm-hmm. to, Aaron. It's not going to matter. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I d- for me, like working out, like for running like it's such a therapy for t- for me just to like plug in my music I can go run I don't have to think about anything mm-hmm. and for me just moving my body I just feel like it's something I have to do like right. I just have to move and if I don't do it for a long time mm-hmm. like I just feel like I'll get really anxious yeah. and uh, uh, kind of restless and I'm like I just ha- I have to move like I yeah. have to do something like right. mm-hmm. I mean, you can also afterwards be like, okay, now that I did that, I can eat this because Absolutely. you got to have like the reward. You have to have the reward. But and, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just got to move. Yeah. I feel it. Yeah. I feel, I feel that like the energy of like, if you sat around all day, you're like, I don't even care what I'm doing. Like <laughs> I need to go on a walk. I need to do anything. I just mm-hmm. need to move because I feel like I haven't done anything and it's not helping my like mental energy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for me, I like, I've always been active. Like I played soccer growing up. I didn't start lifting until college. And I've honestly done it for so long that I couldn't tell you I'm doing it because I'm like, I love the the endorphins and like the health benefits. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's just so in my schedule. It uh-huh. feels like just something that I have to mm. do in my day. So is like all my <laughs> motivation right. healthy? No, I am absolutely prone to these things too. Right, yeah. Yeah, like more so than the average person, I think. Mm-hmm. And but like, we're all on our own journey. We're all on our own journey. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. So I, I think that like, Long story short, love your body. Stop comparing yourself to others, and like, yeah. the more, the more, the less you can weight you can put on yourself from like uh, standards and mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. Um, goals, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, probably the more free you're going to be mm-hmm. to be confident in who you are yeah. in the moment. Yeah, because it's gonna make you feel good. You're gonna feel better. It's gonna help your mental health. 
Thank you, everyone, for listening Thanks to this episode of Backer Flap. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a really great episode. <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. Uh, okay, uh, so going back to the album, though. Yeah. So you go into the different songs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. within the normal album. And what I one thing I did appreciate about it that I actually noticed was it does have a very clear journey, too, and not necessarily in terms of the lyrics as much, but definitely in terms of the um my my favorite type of album is one that like starts off with like five really like good yeah. heavy beat songs mm-hmm. then goes into a couple slower songs then goes back up at the end mm-hmm. and this do- this album does such a good do- job at like that musical progression the melody journey that you get with yeah. it that I, yeah. I I really do appreciate yeah the first songs on the albums really pack a punch definitely yeah I definitely Absolutely. think the album starts strong like I think how you start an album will I mean that'll tell you how the rest of it will kind of go in a mm-hmm. sense like I think you definitely have to start strong for me the album started really strong even like halfway through I was like okay it keeps going but it ended on a lower note for me yeah. it lost me mm-hmm. A little over halfway yeah. through. And I will um, say, like, on my first couple listens, the back half of the album truly gave me nothing. Yes. And the, But the more I listen to it, I have found a couple more songs in the back half that I actually do like. Yeah. And, and I don't have to, like, convince myself that right. I like them. Yeah. Right. It does grow on you a lot. It, yeah. It started really high, and then the last half of the standard edition kind of lost me. Mm. But then the couple songs on the deluxe brought me back up. (laughs) I will say, like, I think in terms of overall album, the deluxe actually does complement the album, and I think actually feels like it is the correct full album. Yeah, I know we said we were gonna give the album based on. We gotta do the standard. Gotta do the standard. Always gotta do the standard. Always gotta do the standard. That was the OG. But, like, in terms of that, like, yeah. I would prefer deluxe if I was going back mm-hmm. versus regular. You know, now that you, like, clarified the differences in those versions, there were moments where I was like, this song on this, you know, past the 11th song. The bonus. Album, I was like, this sounds better on the album. Like, why didn't you put that one on? Not knowing that. Right. Right. This isn't new. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Well, if, if, well, if you're going to do the New Year's edition, then, yeah, those are fully, like old signs yeah what is a whole different yeah that's a different that's a different count I'm sorry so I think in (laughs) in terms of my rating this is easily a bop I listened to it pretty much every single day this week and last week since it came out Mm -hmm. when I was at the gym working out and it was great workout music Mm -hmm. I listened to it um, while working and it was great like that music and uh, there are also just a lot of songs that I was like I can relate to this story or I can like, I can see this at being like part of the queer experience. And I really did mm-hmm. appreciate that. So for me, it's totally about. Absolutely. Um, if I were to give you a rating first or second listen, I would have been like flop, never coming back flop to this City. album. See ya, Ollie across the pond, my friend. Um, I'm feeling a lot more enthusiastic now that I look. I've listened to the album probably six or seven times at this point. Yeah. It's a bop. It's a bop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it really has grown on me. I probably will continue to listen to it. I'm really on the edge of like, is this something I would add to my vinyl wish list? Only time will tell. Can I just say one quick thing? Mm-hmm. My biggest flop, <gasps> like I think would be the reason why I would flop this album. <gasps> 
That's... But you'll have to wait until that's later. That's a statement. <laughs> you have to wait until later to find out what that one is. I, how about you? I'm also going to say bop. Okay. I first listened to it when I was working out, and there was enough there where I was like working out, and I was like, oh my God, okay, I have to like go dance to this song. <laughs> like, it just makes me want to move. Oh, yeah. So it's I was like... George is a dancer. So that's how I write a song. I'm like, how danceable is this? How danceable. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's enough there that'll keep me coming back. I... It's not a perfect album, but not a perfect fair, album. fair. Yep. But mm-hmm. again, there's enough there that keeps mm-hmm. me coming back and wanting to take another listen. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to say bop. So it's a certified bop. Yes. Certified bop. That's bop. three bops. And before I forget, I need to talk about the singles really quick on this album because that's where sometimes, and this is a whole other podcast we could start, is just discussing the singles, singles that people said mm-hmm. for the album. I'm fascinated by singles. Who chooses them? Who really has the creative control of that? I need to know. Because I look at the singles here. I'll read them off for you. Thank you, mm-hmm. Wikipedia. Yes, thank you. First single, Starstruck. Mm-hmm. Yep. Second single, Crave. Mm-hmm. Yep. Third single, Sweet Talker. Yep. Mm-hmm. Fourth single, Sooner or Later. Mm-hmm. And when I look at that list, I'm going, hmm? I think half of it makes sense, and Agreed. the other half of it is a little for me later. crave and sooner or later are not the best representations of the album or even the best singles like like individually or later particularly is like how did you put that one on there yes. that to me is definitely not a single yeah i'll like to say my thought of it until later but mm-hmm. <laughs> i i mean yeah singles are how you're going to advertise this album yeah. it's how you're gonna like pr get it. people excited so i think i mean starstruck i mean should i wait to say what i think about starstruck well, I don't know. I mean, don't tell us if it's your biggest pop or... Well, you can, you can say whatever you want, about, yeah, but just don't tell yeah. us if it's like your... Whatever. I mean, I, I thought Starstruck was a fun song to come out with at yes. first. Mm-hmm. And then I definitely think doing the remix with Kylie was a good move. Great move. Well, I will, a really great move. I will say, I think that's the song when I've listened to the album that I'm like, this is just not the same tempo that I'm used to. Because I, I think I'm used to the remix. Yeah. being a different speed, different kind of feel mm-hmm. that like, I think that it just didn't hit the same way, but it was still a good song. I was just like, okay, I have to remember okay. this is like not as fast as I'm right. used to. Right. Um, okay. I just want to bring that up because I, sometimes single lists just baffle me. Well, there's, there's like the, the Adele of it all with uh, Easy On Me where you're, yeah. you're going... I think that, that one, they made her put that on the album, and two, they made it be the lead single because it's the most it Adele-sounding song. It's an Adele song you've heard a million times. It's a crowd pleaser. It's a crowd pleaser. Which the what chorus I, is a crowd yes. Which I will say, um, friend of the pod, Max, we, we are still in constant <laughs> communication because yes. like, the album yes. 30 is one that has... Uh, it was, it was a controversial <laughs> flop from Simon. It was. It was. And I gave it a bop I, with the promise that I knew eventually it would be mm, a bop in my mind. Okay. And I think it landed the plane. I All listened right. the other day and I was like, this is this is good. I stand by my flop. That being said, I had my parents over for dinner and it made for lovely background music <laughs> when the parents are over. Even, what, even, even the, the, the moment where the kid is like talking to a Yeah. Well, it was on quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Adele is somebody who I'm like, okay, I'm going to listen to the album because she has such a beautiful voice, but I'll yeah. listen to it once and then I'll be like, okay, I had my like Adele. Am I going to pay $800 to see her in concert? No. Hell no. Hell no. But. Okay. Um, on the top up. On the top up. 
I would love to start if you please start. Please start. Um, So obviously, we've been listening to a second to midnight for a while. A while. A while. It's on the deluxe, or is it on the New Year's? It's on the deluxe edition, but on Apple Music, for some reason, it's grayed out. Okay, shady. It's not on the standard edition. (laughs) It's definitely not on the standard edition. So I'm thinking, you know, if I were to do a a top up for that, in my mind, it's that. But on the standard, there is a song to me that is an earworm on that level, which is saying a lot for me because Kylie, as you know, big fan, big fan of Kylie. Big fan. Um, And it equally baffles me that it wasn't a single. And the song I'm referring to is the title track, Night Call. Yes! Let's go listen. We'll be right back. Well, mm. you could ring us again. <laughs> vibing on that dial tone. Not the only thing I'm vibing on. Not the only thing. <laughs> not the only that, thing. Old, that song was a, vi- was a vibe. Absolutely. The first time I heard that song, I was like, okay, this is going on my like playlist where I only put bops. <laughs> Same. And so I started putting my playlist, and I was like, oh my God, I just have to go move to this song. Yes. And like the part that I just I love, love, love is when he's like, no, don't make me wait. The dun, 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 dun. I yeah. like, oh, I think that is so good. I, I love, love I it. love the night, or was it night call? Night call. Yeah, the little. The call uh, and response the kind of response, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Love. It, it is so good. It's Absolutely. so good. It's so good. It's a good title song. Yeah, the hook. I'm waiting for night call. Gives me like the same good vibes of the starstruck yes. hook. It's like very similar energy. Mm. It, it just is like, put this on the dance playlist. We're good. 100%. Sign me up. Is this the deep so song? Bad. No. Is it clever in how the lyrics play around the topic? I think so. Well, I, it's I, well produced, and I think Very I think well it, it 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 had t- it tells the story of just kind of like, hey, like I don't feel guilty about having this like late night hookup. Like mm-hmm. get on over here. I'm As waiting you on your dial tone, Mama. I've been waiting yes. on this Monday through Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. And I think I think at the end when it just kind of repeats the. And give me or bring me again or whatever it is. Ring like, me again. Ring right. me again. I think it's just kind of going like, and let's just keep doing this and doing this. Mm-hmm. Like this can happen as much as you want. Period. It's Period fun and it's flirty mm-hmm. and it's it's just overall just fun. It just makes you kind of want to move and you're like, yes. Yeah, and we need more fun. <laughs> yes. We always need more fun. Right. Uh-huh. I also want to say I love how. Night Call, the title song, also the album name, and mm-hmm. then he's a mermaid on the cover. Mm-hmm. I love how that's like a siren, siren, siren who gives you the night call. Like I think oh. that's really cute. So good, very so cute. good. Yes. I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. George, um, do you want to go next? Yes. Okay, Simon. I we have very similar taste in yes. what our favorite songs were off this album. Mm-hmm. So I would also say Second to Midnight was, of course, that's, you gotta, you can't oh, forget yeah. that one. You, you can't that. forget you Night Call. Yeah, yeah. You can't forget you can't re- But I would, the first song that I really just grabbed me off this album was Sweet Talker. Ooh. The first time I heard that, I was just like, yes, oh my God. I loved it. First listen, no questions asked. Well, let's take a quick moment to listen. Mm-hmm. So that is a bop if I ever heard one. I, I mean, lyrically, it's not anything new and, like, wild, but I think what Galantis did with the production is, oh. is amazing. Oh. I think it's 
it's it's it's a motherfucking bop. It's a classical Fabulous. Literally, like, I could lose my mind and mm-hmm. probably lose my shit. Mm-hmm. Thank God for Depends. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Depends. Another sponsor. Another sponsor of the pod. Oh, they and would we, probably send us some stuff. And the, <laughs> in the sun, <laughs> we just need you to post some pictures of you wearing Depends on your Instagram. <laughs> sure. Why not? What a, it kind of felt like it's it's the, the male, the the male equivalent or the years and years version of the chick's gaslighter. Interesting. A little bit. Mm-hmm. You're such a sweet talker, such a beautiful sound. Okay. Oh. Tell me where are you, where are you now? No. Like, it's very much like, it's this, the story oh, with this, the wow. lyrics that I'm getting is very much, the, there's this person that's just like, saying whatever it takes to like, make you continue to there, like. Let me tell you, okay kids, nothing worse than a sweet talker who doesn't back it up. Mm-mm. If you're not gonna fuck this, if you're talking to me like that, mm-hmm. move on, baby. We well, all met a sweet talker. Okay, yes, okay. yes. But do you think yes? But I am no longer. <laughs> I back that shit up, baby. If I'm bringing that, if you're flirting, you're you're getting dirty. Absolutely. Uh, time is limited. Okay? I I will say that like I went on a a date with a guy um, maybe a couple weeks ago mm. and um, name names. I'm just kidding. Don't do it. We'll not name names on no. this one. Um, Tell me offline. But uh, reason I like went on the date kind of or like was like okay was he was very, very flirty, very flirty, and like I swear to God the whole thing. And I was like okay, well um, I will be just as forward. Yeah. And near the end of dinner, as we're going to go see a play, um, he's like, hey. Um, so I just want to be clear that like I don't think this is like anything. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. I, I don't know. Really, he, he like had a longer story than that, but I'll leave it at yeah. that. But like yeah. to me, I was just like, and, and and after as we were walking, and I was like, to me, I'm kind of like, it's okay. Like sure, the extra backstory he gave to me, I was like, okay, it's more of like a if or it's like a when, not if kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, because he's like, I'm dating someone long distance. Ugh, snooze. I'm like, that's not gonna work. Snooze. Gonna <laughs> it work. never does. Okay, He's like, I'm very interested in getting to know you more. Call me when you learned that lesson. <laughs> Am I right? But like, after, when we were walking over to the show, he was, um, he was like, yeah, I had like, one of my friends uh, always just kind of uh, bugs me about this. Like that, like I, I he thinks that like, they are I, flirt. I, I'm a, I'm a flirt. And like, I get, I take it. I'm like, yeah. I'm like at yeah. person. You are um, <laughs> clear, clearly you are, but like mm-hmm. I don't. I also don't think that it's a flirter's job or someone that's like kind of more flirty in nature. Mm-hmm. It's their job to like tone that down. Mm-hmm. But it probably also is something where all you have to do is just like. I thought it was actually like very refreshing that mm-hmm. he just kind of laid it all out there too. Oh, I'm not saying you can't be flirty. Just like it's not good if, to lead someone on. If boundaries are clear, yeah, great. I know. Yes. Yeah, I have friends who are naturally very flirty people, mm-hmm. and it's like okay, we know what this is. It's right. cool. It's fun. You know. Right. But if you're sweet talking me, you're sending me nudes, and we've got like good vibes connection. And you're not shoving your tongue to my throat. What are we doing here? Mm-hmm. I can Google a hot man nude. Yeah, yeah right. Okay. 
it's not good to lead someone on. Like, no. if you're both having, like, fun and it's, like, a flirty thing and, like you said, that's cool. That's cool. But once you start leading someone on and, like... Yeah. It's, you know... Once it's, it's cool. the fourth conversation, yes. like, we should meet up and maybe, like, fool around a little bit. And then it's the fourth time of, like, oh, you stopped messaging me or, oh, that didn't come through. Oh. What... what okay. it, speaking of, what do we think is, like, the appropriate way of kind of letting someone know this is what it is mm. you know what I mean or like oh yeah That's I good. love I love this part like I love you this way but not in that way and what's like the way that we like I that you'd want to have it told to you you gotta be upfront, real and honest about it I feel like there's no beating around the bush you gotta just go for it mm-hmm. I want someone if someone's feeling that way you gotta just tell me exactly as it is yeah. and but that's you, the way that I would say it but do you think you owe the other person like is it the 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 person that's having the crush? Is it their job to first go, "Hey, I think I'm kind of crushing a little bit," or is it like because I also don't like what I would also I've, I've thought about this a lot. Like I, I would I also wouldn't want to just assume that everyone has a gigantic crush on me and go like, <laughs> "Hey, we're just friends." You know what I mean? No, that's like, a bad luck. Yeah, that also is just like. I know you have a big crush on me, but... Um, I know we just met and you have a huge crush on me, but I don't see it like that. I love dancing with you, though. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I'm having something with somebody and I start to get like more feelings involved, I'm going to be like, okay, I'm starting to have feelings about yeah, the situation. Be honest. And if you're not... I gotta like I gotta go I gotta pull back and like I can't keep doing this Mm -hmm. for me I'm like I know my boundaries and I'm gonna let them be known like once I reach that I gotta know because I know I don't wanna go any further absolutely I feel like I'm overly communicative on my intentions and relationships slash also like where things are at Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with people that I'm like interested in because I I feel like I'm probably like a little too focused on consent. Like Well, hey, not a bad thing. Not a bad thing, but you know how yeah. like there's there's the moment too where it just like I've had I can't tell you the amount of Tinder dates I've had mm-hmm. that have turned into friendships because like I was scared to like I was like, Well, we matched on Tinder, but like what if we're just friends? And it's like oh. you can probably assume at least that like you went on to meet up to not just be friends. Girl, I haven't been on the apps in years, but what I remember, if we're thinking like Grinder v. Tinder, Tinder was a little swipey game to people. Swipey game. A little swipey game. I don't have time for that. Well, I mean, gr- Grinder is just like an empty hole. <laughs> Grinder is a depressing empty hole. And the glory hole that messes me weekly. But at least it gets to the point. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, Grinder is what it is. Tinder, I, I'm always just like, what is Tinder? I mean, what is this for? What are what people Tinder? Under for? I don't know. I never figured it out. It's, it is its own thing. I tried Hinge. Oh, I never tried that. Mm-hmm. Hinge, I feel like, is classier, if you will. Okay. And like, I mean, I've gone on some dates from Hinge. Yeah. And they've been fine. Okay. But I feel like it's definitely more focused on like getting to know the person like I haven't really had any like on hinge it hasn't been any like sex talk or anything it's been like getting to know the person okay what I'll say with hinge is when I used it 
my issue was the dating pool was a lot smaller. Mm. Yes, there's not as many on there. Mm. And from that, like Hinge just had this this policy to keep you on the app as long as possible by just showing you the same eight people over oh. and over again. And you're like, I've already said no to these people eight times and you keep putting them in front of me. Stop. That's like, let there be the moment where it just says like, this is never going to happen. You have this, <laughs> Tinder has the super like, let there be the super the dislike. Super no. I just don't want to see this profile again. Yeah. I don't care how many times you try and serve it up to me. We've evaluated. We thought. This is a no, this is a no go. This is a no go. You know, like. Sure, no. Ugh. Oh God. Um. <sighs> one thing I did want to talk. So going back into Sweet Talker, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the one thing I did want to to comment on is I do think the way I interpreted the song you were talking about in terms of hooking up and like making all these moves and then just cutting it dry. Yeah. I interpreted it, at least in my like first listener the lessons I've I've had for it to be more about a relationship that is like like you're you've been dating for a while and 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 they're like telling you all the things you want to hear mm. you're such a sweet talker mm-hmm, mm-hmm. your music to my ears like you make such a beautiful sound like this is so great yeah but like you're fucking nobody where are you now look at me i'm up here <laughs> being like uk pop king you know That's like right. mm-hmm. so that's how i kind of landed on on uh on the song so that's i just wanted to like bring that up because i feel like you were talking thinking about hookup hookup culture and i was very much thinking about like breakup it's a breakup song yeah i was thinking it in my mind i feel like i've known a lot of men who are sweet talkers who are telling me like what i want to hear like kind of like butter you up situation and then you're like oh this person's great and then all of a sudden boom like they're gone where are you now i think we had similar interps yeah 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 yep yep yeah interesting how songs can have different very interesting things for different people bop for you aaron did you like that one oh literally both songs have been so great like absolutely we were mentioning uh, during the break, or at least I was mentioning that yet again, <laughs> I am the person that like I had a very clear biggest flop, mm. and I I feel very strongly about it. Yeah, but there are a lot like this album was very good and cohesive, and I I found myself pausing and listening and, and loving and both the songs you you mentioned like listening to singular I was I was I was loving them. I'm kind of taking a little bit of a Russian roulette because I remember the reason why I, I'm choosing a song is because I remember it was written by um, Ali Alexander and then Rabel. I love Rabel. Mm-hmm. And when I listened to like I listened to it, I was like, oh, these are great lyrics. What else has Rabel written? I'm not familiar. Who are um, Rabel ha- writes a lot of songs for a lot of artists, okay. but also um, is a kind of a... A local queer independent artist, like almost is is in the same crowd as Vincent and Betty oh, okay. Who, like okay. yeah, very five song two or five city tour kind of like small. Okay. It we does have that. a song with Pink, like that's probably his number one song. Mm-hmm. But the song, so my top bop, I'm leap, leap, I'm taking a leap of faith oh. <laughs> in remembering it, that it's good because I know it's not a, it's not going to be a flop. Is twenty minutes. Okay. okay. We're taking okay. a minute. We're taking right, a minute. Right. 20 minutes. <laughs> and that was 20 minutes. 
I've definitely fallen in love um, in 20 minutes before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. So I'm so thankful I landed the plane on that one. That was the song I was like, <laughs> I connected really with. Bad. Yeah. Reason why I enjoyed that song is I don't know about y'all, but I have had more than a handful of moments or of nights where I am, especially if it's in a new city. And, like, I'm meeting a guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember Market Days was a perfect example Hello. of this. I was at the the circuit party that I caught COVID at, I think. Nice. Um, <laughs> and was that meat? <laughs> was that Friday? No, it was... Saturday? Sunday. Oh, I didn't go to that Sunday. one. I didn't go to that one. And I... I was crying in my bed. <laughs> well, that's, that's how it goes. <laughs> You know, sometimes there's downs, sometimes there's ups. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember I met this guy, and we just connect. Like he walked past me, and we both made eyes. And then, uh. like literally 45 minutes later, he comes back up, and we start dancing, and we start making out. And I'm Isn't not kidding you, we made out for maybe 20 minutes, <laughs> probably like three hours on the oh, dance floor. Oh, wow. And then in between us, like, making out and dancing, like, we'd be asking each other, like, you so chat. where do you live? Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Like, and asking all of these questions, because I think in both of our minds was, could this be it? Oh. You know what I mean? And oh I think that, like, in this song, there's this level of, of him kind of talking about, like, that same feeling of, like, shit, this is love, you're this most beautiful creature I've ever met, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And then it's like convincing yourself, like, I told myself I'm not going to fall in love, this isn't going to work, mm-hmm. but it's so great for that time yes. spent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. And then sometimes, and then there also is that, like, he was mentioning in the, um, what's it called, the bridge, he was like, so much can happen in 20 minutes, and like, I got to leave before morning because I don't want, like, to let the, the, this feeling last much longer for it to hurt, you know, a little bit. It's like, I got to get out while I'm I want to live this peak. Yeah. Got to li- live in the peak. Yeah. And I just remember it was a really good song. It was a different um, vibe. And it kind of, again, I think it accomplished a great transition from these powerful, great songs mm-hmm. into some of the more ballady songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I, I just really appreciated yeah. it. I... Love how relatable the song is. It was definitely a highlight for me in the album. But I mean, Aaron, just kind of like what you said, it's those nights where you connect with somebody when you have such a great night uh-huh. and you're just like, it's kind of euphoric. Yeah. The connection oh, you have with someone. God. And you just, yes. you kind of tell them everything about your life and they tell you everything about your life and right. you're just having like the best time ever. But then there's also, in those nights there's also kind of that hangover period where like I feel like you have like this great night and like you never see each other again and then like the next day you kind of have to come down from it all you have to come down from like that 20 minutes you do you do so Um, I love those little dance floor connections yeah they're so fun literally like probably on my top five reasons like top five like phobias of why like relationships feel like they are a hard thing to get into for me. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. you're telling me I don't get to have those anymore? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's true. It's not you're, always like that. You're, te- you're telling me that I, like, mm-hmm. have to, like, 
jump through hoops for me to be able to have that in a, if I'm in a relationship. Like, uh. And so, you know, like, at large gatherings, events, I'm very much usually, like, in my own vibe, my own world, or, like, my immediate circle around me. Like, I'm not really concerned a lot with what's going on around me. It's just not, not my thing. Don't care. But in Pensacola, I remember locking eyes with someone, and I was just like, I think I, I, I haven't even said a word to you, and I know that your energy is incredible, and I just want to go and co- to get like coffee with you and learn everything about you. Right. Mm-hmm. It just in a, like a, a second. second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he came over to me, and I was like, Isn't that the best? I've yeah. Incredible. Uh-huh. And that doesn't Ugh. happen a lot. No. So sometimes uh, even no. if it's just like that one night or whatever, yeah. you just got to enjoy it Incredible. and great yes. moments. In, Incredible. Great encapsulation of that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on Instagram friends. You know, we're mm-hmm. on Instagram friends. That's a thing people say. So we do <laughs> I feel like I've been foreshadowing. Oh. The second part of oh, the yeah. When you have your bops, you also have your flops. You got your flops. Mm-hmm. Should I start or should I end? Go ahead and start. You start. Okay, so well, there was it? there was a song on the album that I am not kidding you. I <laughs> Every time I've listened, and I've listened many, many, many times, times, every many time times. I've been like... Probably easy, more than me. as we easy, easy biggest flop. Easy biggest <laughs> flop. Like, and the song is strange and unusual. Really? Okay, yeah. I yeah. literally yeah. there's not a part of that song. Like, really? It's 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 very like trying to be almost like casting a spell in a way mm. of like how he's like singing and it just is a lot of saying strange and unusual and yeah. there's not much to it. Yeah, I don't like the repetition of the strange and unusual, but I do like the verses. I think they're kinda hot. I <laughs> It's I, definitely it's a skip for me. Like, it's a skip? Okay, it's a, okay. It's a flop okay. for me. Okay. It's all about, like, kink and kind of, like, yeah. going into those, like, kind of kinkier ears, which I'm totally into. Like, I'm totally into that, like, Yeah, Aaron, Aaron's freaky. I'm, like, I'm cookies and cream. I got a little bit okay. of something in it. I'm not just vanilla. Okay. <laughs> cookies and cream. Cookies I like that. Right. Um, <laughs> but what I would say is that, like, it doesn't land the plane at all melodically to me and it just it doesn't i feel like yes. if you removed it from the album the album would be so much better and easier to listen to it is yes. one of the weaker songs on my album and that's my biggest yeah problem. I would, the production just it just doesn't do it for me yeah, yeah. literally yeah. like i probably will Nothing. delete this from the yeah the album in my yeah. oh my gosh george how about you my biggest flop your biggest flop Give okay well Besides, Strange and Unusual was also one I really agreed with. Well, you, if, we can have the same biggest. You can have the same. Okay, well, I'm gonna say, I, if that's what your heart says, it can be that. Uh, no, okay. because I'm gonna say this song because I was just really bummed about it. Okay, well, my emotions about it were very strong because <laughs> after Sweet Talker and Starstruck and like all the stuff he was putting out, I was really ramped up for this album. Yeah. And then he put out Sooner or Later as the last the single. The last single. And while it's not necessarily a bad song, I would say it's a flop as a single. It is like, totally a flop as a single. Like, Absolutely. why? I just, it really just brought me down. I was like, yeah. oh, you were on like such a high streak with Sweet Talker. And then I was like, damn. It really leaves you scratchy. Yes. 
I didn't mind. I didn't mind it. I just mind my mind it more as like it shouldn't be a single. Yes, I think we should have slotted Night Calling as a single. Yeah, I'm a little biased. There's still chances. You know, yeah. there's usually like whenever they announce the tour, there's usually like an, a, yeah, a single right. with it. And they've announced you the better. UK one, but they've not announced the US one yet. Mm. So I feel like it's coming. Okay, all right. Um, for me, you know, there weren't any like offensively bad songs on the album like Aaron you sounded like you were like oh I hated that one I'm never truly gonna. for me I didn't have that experience of like there's a clear song where it's just so bad I'd never need to listen to it again um, but for me the second to last song on the album make it out make it out alive it's just one that it's yeah. just like eh. I didn't okay I didn't eh. mind it I didn't mind it yeah yeah but like I didn't feel that strongly that there were songs on here that were just like obvious no's to me. Well, that's yeah. where we we defer. And that's but, where the, uh, that's how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> I feel like, like I said earlier, this album starts really strong, and even like through you know past sooner or later, which wasn't my favorite, but into twenty minutes, I'm like, okay, it's keeping strong. But once you get into strange, unusual, make it all alive, see you again, those last three songs mm. really just like hit like a drop. Okay. I don't. I don't think that they mm. do as much as you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I do. I can. I feel like they are part of the album of going from like this top to this kind of more um, kind of what do you call it like ballad type songs, slower songs, and I mean it kind of ends. Maybe and it like probably ends more at the mid tempo mark, like mm. and more just that. Yeah. I kind of like see you again. I don't, I don't mind, yeah, I, I don't, don't mind, mind it. it. I don't yeah. mind it. Yeah. I just feel like on an album, especially like the last song, you go with a bang. And it didn't go with a bang. I don't know. Do I mean, I like when albums for go me, a lot of times the last song on the album has been my biggest. Same thing. here. Like, same here. It, um, it typically has been my reminder of like, shit, I gotta go back to the start. Like, it's typically yeah. been my like, so this is one of the first albums in a while that that's not been the case. And yeah. I've been okay. I've been I've been okay with it, but like, and I want to say one of the first albums in a while that we've all agreed. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, same. It's been agreed. ages. It's been a while. I've been flopping a lot of stuff. I've been unimpressed. <laughs> Adele, Adele, <laughs> look at you. Um, well, we only have one more segment left. Yes, and mm-hmm. um, loyal leader. Um, right. we we did as we were waiting for my computer to boot back up we did listen to each of our yeah we don't always listen single obsessions ahead of time just because like do that. we never listen to them yeah and i have to say we have three good picks three very good picks um george would you like to start okay yeah what was what was your single obsession of the week what was that song you kept going back to um so because of so galantis was on sweet talker mm-hmm. and then that brought me to the Little Mix remix of No, also with Galantis. Yes. And I think it's just like Galantis adds a way better version of it than that original. Mm-hmm. And I just love like the beat and the mix to it. And it's very danceable. So And I probably wouldn't have listened to it if we weren't waiting on the computer at the beginning. But I will echo that. It's much better than the OG. It's much better than the OG. Luke Egrich, if you are looking for a new song for your party playlist, yeah. well, uh, this is this is one of the songs. He's, he's a resident local um, stan of Little Mix. He was on, yes. 
Yeah. Boff reviewing the greatest Boff. hits album. <laughs> Let's get that going. <laughs> Boff. <laughs> That's hot. Um, and yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. no, that version is one that I think I actually could listen to again. So I agree. That's good. I agree. Aaron, well, how about you? Uh, well, um, if you have been following me on Twitter or Instagram or really anywhere mm-hmm. for the past month, mm. There was a, a post by this artist, one of my favorite artists of last year, Griff, and she was like hanging out with Sigrid, who was another like probably like 2019 favorite artist for mm-hmm. me. And I was like, well, fuck. Yeah. And then they post another picture, and I was like, they're they're hanging out. That they're means. hanging out. They're gonna. I was like, I'm putting yeah. in the universe. I want to collab. Yeah. And then like a week later, they were like. Yep, so we're going to put out a song together. Love and then, like, a week after that, they're like, okay, so it's going to release in a couple more weeks, and it's going to be called Head on Fire, and it's a bop. They're really teasing it. And I was like, every single one of them, I was like, retweet, quote tweet, retweet, <laughs> heart, all of it. Really interacting. Really getting involved. Engaged. Spreading the word. And when it came out, the first listen two listens I always whenever like a song that's that hyped up comes out and it isn't it isn't like Sweet Talker Galant is like where it has that like crazy whatever it is to make you go like this is an earworm yeah I was a little bit like ugh (laughs) but I'm not kidding you third listen onwards I'm not I there's not another song I ever would want to opt into right now I I listen to it every morning before I go to the gym and I am like dancing to it. I fucking love it. Griff, Sigrid, Head on Fire. You need to listen to it on repeat. Okay, street team. It's giving you all the life. Can I like street team? Here um, we go. Maybe it was going back into like the working out thing. Like I want to say four years ago, um, when the cure came out, or five years ago, whenever that came out. Gaga, the cure, Coachella. I, I remember I had an I literally my workout playlist for that day was I'm gonna listen to the, the cure on repeat. That is so interesting. I feel and like it was a divisive gaga song. I loved it and yeah. it was I enjoyed the entire workout. Interesting. As I was walking to the gym, I was like, I think I could listen to Head on Fire on repeat the entire gym thing, and I would fucking love it. Quick question since you brought that up. George, have you ever done a workout where you just had one song on repeat? Or there'll be like songs where I just, I'm like, oh, I gotta listen to that again, like multiple times, yes. Okay, because I had a similar way back when it came uh-huh. out Tovalo's Disco Tips. Yes! When that came out, That's a good one. my workouts that whole week. Yeah. It was literally that song on repeat. Yeah. Didn't need anything else. What about you, Seven? Um, this is, you know, we took last week off. We're busy, sorry. You know, we have things to do. We have things to do. Um, so there were actually a couple songs that came out. If we had recorded yesterday, I would only have one. But I'm gonna do two because I'm a co-host. Okay, I own fifty percent of this company. You do. Okay. So my first, God, gotta give it up to Purple Disco Machine featuring Sophie and the Giants in the dark. Bop City, so good on repeat. And then today, Miss Grimes, that cuckoo luku lady, very problematic. Whatever, now. whatever. But she releases a song, and I love it. I can't help it. She's so talented. Um, she just released a song today called Shinigami Eyes, and the music video came out, and it 
for reasons unknown, has a cameo of uh, Jenny from the K-pop group Blackpink. Like, she, yes. she just appears in it, doesn't sing on it. It's like, okay. There cool. it is. That's the moment. She appears on it, but doesn't sing on it? Doesn't sing. It doesn't have a verse or anything. Just appears in the music video with her and it's mm-hmm. hot. <laughs> Can I just say the new Purple Disco Machine, I will, mm-hmm. for better or for worse, mm-hmm. I you could... You could like bet me a thousand dollars, Aaron. That song's actually on the Exotica album. <laughs> it, you know what I mean? And I, and I would, I would, I would, I would yeah. like not know how to bet. Like I would not know if I should take that bet because yeah, the production is very similar. It's very much this. I, yeah, he's done a song with Sophie before, right? Or I actually don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I thought I could have swore that there was like could be a, a repeat collab. Could be. It could be. Yeah. But I, I would say of those two, the two songs that you mentioned, I'd say that is probably my favorite of the two. But you haven't, I know you haven't listened to Grimes yet. Well, actually, well, we, we did just this. listen to Grimes. Here we are again. I, I forgot already. You're right. Yeah, the, the Grimes song is a vibe. Yes. Okay, yeah, I just looked it up. Hypnotized. <laughs> that's Is with Sophie and the Giants Stop too. it. It is. <laughs> yes. That's why I'm like, okay. How well. soon we forget. How, well, I well you I, did, and I. Did. <laughs> but, I was like, this feels a lot like yeah. Exotica. Okay, God, well, hypnotize. What about? Ugh. But still, like all it, that was a fucking like six month season of hypnotized. Oh yeah, I'll I'll take some in the dark. I'll take a, a yeah, sequel, even absolutely. if it's like the same thing. Who cares? Don't care. Give um, well, George. Thank you so much for being on the pod today. Well, thank you for having me. This is fun. You this met so and exceeded fun. expectations. Wow. Okay. I would say. <laughs> Just good vibes. Good, good vibes all around. Yeah. Um, where, if you have anything you want to plug, feel free to plug it. Mm-hmm. Or else, where can people find that uh, Instagram that is, I think, so great? <laughs> My Instagram is George.AnthonyK. George.AnthonyK? Yeah. That's a good Midwestern name, George Anthony. It, I'm not kidding you, you. Like everyone that's listening, like check it out. His posts are like very creative and we love filtered, artistic, <laughs> and it's it's mm-hmm. a it's a great page. You're gonna love to double tap. Absolutely. And Aaron, where can we find you these days? At the Aaron on all socials. Um, you'll probably see me continuing to promote Head on Fire. Um, and you can also see me sometimes updating the bopper flop account, depending on what I'm doing with we my day. love that. <laughs> what about you, Simon? love that. Um, you can find me at The Realist Simon. I just pop on on the weekends to get that, um, that endorphin boost or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. The serotonin. And then I quickly log out. I actually did, like, go on Instagram.com on Tuesday, like, accident kind of like oh maybe i'll just check it out again regretted it immediately don't do it don't do, don't it. do it if you've set boundaries <laughs> set the boundaries keep on the boundaries um if you want to listen to my very eclectic it's my bot playlist as george mentioned earlier um i just add anything i'm feeling like absolute bop fire it doesn't matter the genre mm-hmm. so probably not your party playlist for you but if you're no. ever we've tried at, it we've tried it if you're not ever looking playlist. to explore <laughs> maybe find something new uh my spotify playlist is i love this playlist <laughs> does spotify let you know when someone adds your playlist to their yeah if they yes. like follow you or whatever yes i think i have like six followers Woo! <laughs> Do you know 
out now with friends, you can like Spotify will be like you can compare playlists and you can like yes. you if you like sync up with a friend, they'll like match your music taste and make a yes. playlist just for the both of you. Yes, I think I mentioned it once on the podcast that you can do it. It's a really cool feature. Um have it, I've only utilized it once. I it would love to do that like with someone that I'm maybe like second date. Oh. Because I feel like, and then you can listen it to it together and kind of mm-hmm. like when a song comes on yeah. that's like your song, it says you can a lot explain, about them. You can explain your like story behind it, or like, yeah. oh, I think Spotify chose this song because of this. And it will show you, like, is that on your playlist? Is it on their playlist? Is it on both your playlists? Is it on neither of your playlists? This is a new song I think you guys are both like. Love that. <laughs> Well, uh, this is a great episode. Um, oh, don't forget, at Bob or Flop Podcast. At Bob or Flop Podcast. Not to be confused with that other fucking podcast. Not ever to be that confused. That we won't name. <laughs> Those bastards. Those bastards. We'll tell you offline, George. Um, it's a whole thing. But yeah, the episode's, uh, we're about to wrap up, but um, be warned, we have a lot of new episodes planned for the the next couple months and I have a feeling it's going to be a busy year can't get rid of us can't get rid of us might as well join us tell your friends alright bye 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 bye